everyone. Today is the Friday before Thanksgiving, and as such, I think it's important that we turn our thoughts to the Thanksgiving holiday, and as we will discuss on today's episode, uh, it is more about more than turkey and stuffing and football, although we will be addressing football a little bit later in the podcast just to have a little bit of fun here. But right now I want to talk to you about the Mayflower Compact. I have the words in front of me, and I don't want to read the whole thing, but I just want to read a line about why the pilgrims came here and their purpose for establishing uh, their new colonies, which would then become the United States of America. It says here, Having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancements of the Christian faith, in honor of our king and country, a voyage to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia. And so you see right from that line, and I'd encourage you to read the whole document when you get a chance. It will only take you about five minutes. But from that line, you see that it was about more than just taking over land. You know, modern historians today would have you believe that their main purpose was to take the land from the Indians and in some ways because of like casinos and other things we're still paying the Indians back today and I know that um, just as in any other time of history there were good men and there were evil men but the main reason that the pilgrims on the Mayflower came over was to advance the Christian faith that was one of the main reasons so I just want to keep that in mind as we set the tone for today's discussion And with a little bit of history on Thanksgiving, here's Adam. Thanks, Andrew. And uh, with Thanksgiving next week, it's it's nice to know the story behind the the holidays that you're celebrating as well. So Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Day is a holiday celebrated here in the U.S. on the fourth Thursday in November. And it has actually been an annual tradition since 1863. Didn't even know it went back that far myself. So there you go. Learned something today. And when during the Civil War, President Abraham Lincoln proclaimed a national day of thanksgiving and praise to our uh, uh, benefit father who dwelleth in the heavens to be celebrated on Thursday, November 26th. And as a federal and popular holiday in the U.S., Thanksgiving is one of the major holidays of the year, together, of course, with Christmas and New Year's, and uh, I don't know if Black Friday people consider that a holiday <laughs> now either, but seems like it. Uh, Thanksgiving is a, is a big part of the broader holiday season. And this is an event that some Americans commonly call the first Thanksgiving, and that was celebrated by the pilgrims to give thanks to God for guiding them safely to the new world. Now, the first Thanksgiving feast lasted three days and provided enough food for 53 pilgrims and 90 Native Americans. So you kind of picture that in your mind there, you know, the first Thanksgiving, how it was all going. And it's cool how it goes back to giving thanks to God, right? Absolutely. And I don't think there's, even though Christ is not mentioned in that particular material, I do know that he is mentioned in a lot of the early father's writings. And I don't think that there's much generic when they're referring to the almighty God in the heavens, even though our modern uh, school textbooks and public school teachers would often have us to believe that God is whoever you make him. I think they were very clear uh, that they were worshiping indeed the God of the Bible. As we talked about earlier, we were talking about the advancement of the Christian faith. And as far as Black Friday, 
I, I, I know that at times I've had fun with it. Um, not really early in the morning, but I do like to shop the day after Thanksgiving and the weekend. But sadly, I think it overshadows the day sometimes. So I hope that you, if you are planning to have fun on Black Friday, that you don't look ahead to that too much, that you enjoy Thanksgiving for what it's worth. And I'm just thankful that there's not a whole lot of fictional constructs to get in the way. I mean, with Christmas, we have Santa Claus and all that, and the whole uh, fairy tale story that surrounds it. With Thanksgiving, we still can't get very far without pointing to God, and, and that's something that I really like about the holiday. And that's something definitely to remember as this Thanksgiving is approaching as well. Now, I was also going down the notes here talking about the, the first Thanksgiving, kind of rewinding back to that. And do you know what they ate, Andrew? Uh, not offhand. Not offhand. They almost ate everything but turkey for their first Thanksgiving. It was pretty crazy. But through it all, they were still praising God. Uh, they had stuff such as uh, cod, eels, bass, shellfish. Sounds more like you know they had like their first Thanksgiving at Red Lobster or something. But or Long John Silver's. Or Long John Silver's, doesn't it? But this is what this is what really happened. Uh, they had wildfowl, ducks, geese, swans, turkeys, venison, berries, fruit. And uh, just a whole plethora of foods. And the New England colonists were accustomed to regularly celebrating these Thanksgivings and days of prayer, just thanking God for blessings such as military victory or the end of a drought. And it's just awesome how no matter what were the conditions back then, whatever they were eating, whether it was a Red Lobster Thanksgiving or a traditional Thanksgiving, they were still giving thanks to God right there. So fast-forwarding a little bit, on December 26th of 1941, President Roosevelt signed this bill, and for the first time making the date of Thanksgiving a matter of federal law and fixing the day as the fourth Thursday of November. Then, however, for several years, some states continued to observe the last Thursday date in years with five November Thursdays, such as uh, 1944 being the next year, or uh, even uh, this November has five Thursdays in it. And uh, Texas did that as well as late as 1956. So a little bit of Thanksgiving history for you and what we're celebrating coming up here on Thursday. Yeah, and consequently, uh, that means that by statute, we have Thanksgiving at the earliest possible calendar date that it can be under the current guidelines. Mm -hmm. um, because you can't get any earlier for the fourth Thursday than the 22nd. So that's kind of interesting. And... Uh, let's move right along and just say, what is something particular, Adam, today as you're here with me in the studio? What is Adam McNutt thankful for this Thanksgiving? I am very thankful to have family and a home to go to, to even have Thanksgiving dinner coming up on Thursday. I'm thankful for a relationship with God in my life. I see so many times where people are missing that, and it's sad, and I, I could be one of those people. So I'm very thankful for that as well. Um, I'm thankful for my job, where God has put me. Thankful, Andrew, that you've asked me to come on here and haven't uh, fired me or anything yet, pressing the <laughs> wrong buttons and everything. Um, I'm just very thankful for especially things that are close to home this year, such as people in my life and the path that God's put me on. Well, I, I have to very much relate. I'm very thankful for my family. I'm very thankful for the opportunity here at WJQ and the opportunity to do this podcast. I'm doing radio. It's it's amazing because from the time I was seven, that's what I wanted, and it kind of felt like God was leading me. 
on another path, and he's led me back around to it after I kind of gave it up for a while because I thought that's what he wanted. And it's just one of his mixed blessings that he allows that to happen. Um, and I just want to share this quote, uh, closing the serious portion of our podcast, and then we're going to have a little fun. And uh, here is a quote. The, the person that I'm quoting is former U.S. Senator Harry Wilson. He was a U.S. Senator from 1855 to 1872. And he was vice president under Ulysses S. Grant from 1873 to 75. And here's what he says. He says, remember ever and always that your country was founded not by the most superficial, the lightest, the most inflective of all European races, but by the stern old Puritans who made the deck of the Mayflower an altar of the living God and whose first act on touching the soil of the new world was to offer on bended knees thanksgiving to almighty God. And that is what Thanksgiving is all about. To quote Linus from Peanuts. All right, moving right along, I want to have a little bit of fun for the remainder of this podcast. For those of you out there listening who are used to the serious, I hope that you will beg my pardon or I beg your pardon for this part but I think we can all have a little bit of fun with it. One of the things that Thanksgiving brings us is football. And of course, as a, as a Michigander and as a lifelong Lions fan, it brings us Lions football. And to discuss this a little bit, I'd like to bring in my friend Ben Biorley to give us his thoughts on this game. Now, this Thanksgiving, the Lions are playing um, the Houston Texans. And the Houston Texans are really on an upswing. The Lions seem like they were on a huge upswing last year. They're kind of struggling this year. Ben, what are your initial thoughts about this game? Well, thanks for having me, Andrew. Um, I'm scared. I think I'm, <laughs> I think I'm more excited about the football I'll be playing with my brothers after the game, after last year's experience. Um. Lions are not meant for the big stage, I have to say. So would you, would you then be in favor of what many pundits say, that the Thanksgiving game should be a rotating game and not necessarily always the Lions and the Cowboys? It would buy us a couple extra hours to uh, play football instead of sitting around and watching the game. You never know. You're not talking like a fan today, man. <laughs> It's hard to be a fan sometimes. <laughs> All right. He's talking like a man with some sense, I got to say. <laughs> no, just a little bit, but you know. All right, putting on your fan cap now. Looking well, at the Lions this year and looking at the Texans this year, what, if anything, can the Lions do to win? Well, the Lions have the best young quarterback in Matthew Stafford, uh, best wide receiver in Kelvin Johnson, and... Uh, contrary to those who may like Andre Johnson from the Houston Texans. Um, and I think they got to start early, score points, get them on the board fast, and get ahead quick, and then maybe rely on that run game um, that has been getting progressively better as the season wears on. Kind of like a few weeks ago against Jacksonville when they went up 24 to nothing before they gave up some late touchdowns. Much better to be in that position than the position... The Lions usually find themselves in. And hopefully 
uh, we won't we won't see them do what they used to do and what they sometimes still tend to do, which is clutch defeat from the hands of victory <laughs> at the very last moment. So, I will have to say, the moment of truth has arrived. It's time for some predictions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Ben, are you willing to go on the Speaking for Him podcast <laughs> and give us a score of the Texans versus the Lions. It doesn't have to be the Lions winning. It can be realistic, or you can be a homer <laughs> and give us a score that sees the Lions coming out on top. Whatever you want to do. I, I, I'd like to see a, a 28-3 drubbing, but I'll say it's a 24-21 Lions. So basically what you're saying, the way that the Lions win is if they keep it close. I'm saying uh, the way the Lions win is if they include Jason Hansen somewhere or another. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I like that score. <laughs> um, I, I think I'm going to go along the same neighborhood. I'm not sure it's going to be a high-scoring game. Both the Texans and the Lions have some pretty good defenses. So I'm going to go... Um, a little bit lower, and I'm going to say uh, I'm going to hope for 17-14, um, but I wouldn't be surprised, unfortunately, if the Lions lose by three touchdowns. Let's hope that I'm wrong, but those are my predictions for uh, the Thanksgiving game with the Detroit Lions. And I'm not sure, Adam, are you a sports fan? Uh, I'm a little bit, a little bit. So have you been following the Lions this season a little bit? I've caught a couple games, and they've done okay. Actually, the games I've watched, they've won. So I, I don't know if maybe that's from <laughs> a prayer. Or I don't know <laughs> what it was. But All right, well, um, by, the Hail Mary is in the sports vernacular. <laughs> that's so. true. That's very true. So that, I mean, uh, I if know. I had to have a prediction, I'm going to say 24-28 Lions win the game. All right, so well, that wraps up our sports segment for this Speaking for Him podcast. And now, just to get a little serious again, uh, make sure that you're letting uh, the people in your life know how thankful you are for them. Make sure you're letting God know how thankful you are for the things in your life. Uh, if you have something that you're thankful for, post it up on our Facebook page so that Adam and I can take a look at that and uh, rejoice with you. And as always, uh Pay attention to the Facebook page. Tell your friends. I would challenge you to tell five friends this week about the Facebook page so we can get the numbers up because once we start getting people on there, then we can have some real good discussions about different topics and they can make their way onto the podcast, hopefully. And I'm always open for topic ideas. Adam is as well. You can reach me at Andrew at speakingforhim.com. That's Andrew at speakingthenumeral4.com. And you can reach Adam at adam at jq99.com. So with that being said, have a thankful weekend and enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday. God bless and keep serving the best of masters.